Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia, and today we're going to take a deep dive on the Dalvin Cook situation. We've been waiting for what seems like weeks, maybe even months, for the news to drop that Dalvin Cook was no longer going to be a Minnesota Viking. Well, now he's not, and now we're going to look ahead to the possibilities of the landing spots, and to help me do it, of course, is D-Bro, Derek Brown, the King of Bros, and we're going to use some of the odds on betting pros, and if you haven't already, Download the Betting Pros app today and start betting smarter, not harder. And we're going to look at some of these possibilities of landing spots and get Derek's opinion on where Dalvin Cook might land and what that might mean for his fantasy value. Let's start with the favorites, the Dolphins. They're three to one. This seems like the foregone conclusion. And although Raheem Mostert and Jeffrey Wilson and Devon A. Chain all theoretically are interesting, none of them have ever had a complete season anywhere close to what Dalvin Cook has done in his career. So they're the favorites for a reason, D-Bro. It seems like the perfect marriage. If this does get done, what does this mean to Dalvin Cook's value in 2023 if he is down in Miami? I mean, Joe, I've pushed him down in my ranks. So the last update, when I updated to account for Madison and Cook, I pushed Dalvin Cook down to RB23. He's right above Alexander Madison, and that's really where I think he should be. You're looking at about a 50, maybe 55, 60% opportunity share. His efficiency metrics have tanked in the recent years. I mean, I we've talked about this in numerous shows, man, but like over his final seven games last year, he only had one week with over 3.0 yards of the contact per attempt. All of his other breakaway metrics are terrible. They were like the lowest or near the lowest of his career. So I think RB2 is the best we can kind of hope for, Joe. And Miami is probably one of those spots where that's probably like a run pure kind of outcome. Like, you're not going to see a better situation than Dalvin possibly landing in Miami. And people might poo-poo it, but that's probably the best run out for him. And I think he would be the number one guy there. Uh, not Mostert, yep. not Wilson. You don't have to, you know, Devon A. Chain can get his feet wet into the NFL and eventually do mm -hmm. something. It seems like kind of a one-year deal scenario anyway wherever he ends up. So if it's not Miami, I'll be surprised. I think Derek would be surprised. Vegas would be surprised. Uh, here's another mm -hmm. one, too, that's kind of outside the box. We're hearing a little bit of this. The odds for this have increased a little bit recently, too. The New York Jets. Now, the Jets are interesting because of the Brees Hall injury. A Dalvin Cook one-year signing would help kind of bridge the gap of that injury. The Jets are all in to win now. It gives them depth at the running back position. It gives them the ability to not press Brees Hall at the top of the season until he's really 100% truly, which would also be a positive thing. Uh, if they have designs on the playoffs, and we know that they do, it also gives them possibility to keep both guys healthy throughout the season by having a one-two punch. And the Jets have cap space to make something like this potentially work on a short-term deal. So what do you think about the Jets possibly throwing their hat into the ring for the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes. If it's not Miami, the Jets actually would be the spot where I'd be throwing my cash at, Joe. If you're going to bet this, I think it's the Jets. And you talked about it, but it makes so much freaking sense, man. I mean, we got rumors outside of the NFL draft, like maybe the Jets were in on Jameer Gibbs. And say what we want of whether there's truth or not to that, but it does make a lot of sense, man. Like, Brees Hall, they want him to be 100%. They don't have to push him. Behind him... I mean, pretty much they showed us last year they basically hate Michael Carter. They drafted Israel Abandicanda, so he could be a committee back, and we're hearing some of that steam come out. But right now, like you said, the Jets do have a lot of money. They're fourth in cap space, right behind only Chicago, Carolina, and Dallas. So a team that is all in it to win it, and yeah, you could say like a one-year deal, 
we don't know if Aaron Rodgers is even going to be with the Jets after this season. So it makes a ton of sense if the Jets are going to push it all in. Yeah, go get Dalvin Cook. Another team that's getting a lot of buzz for Dalvin Cook, but I think this one's just a little far-fetched. It's the Buffalo Bills. That's where his brother oh. James is. Uh, Damian mm-hmm. Harris just got signed there. I don't see this one happening. Plus, why would he want to eat into his brother's workload? Like To me, that's not what family does to family. So uh, although I, I understand it's one of these good narratives, like, oh, the brothers could play together. No. I mean, Dalvin himself has already come out and said he's not going there to kibosh his brother. I don't understand this one at all. So no, Buffalo is not even on the map for me. Now, the other team that I think is a fascinating one too recently, people are throwing out some of the Chicago Bears, the ability to then play against the Minnesota Vikings. So we've seen Vikings in the past like to leave and come back to haunt the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> Brett Favre, uh, you know, one of those guys too. you know, you go back there to, you know, basically go back and, and you know, play it around the other way where you can go and stick it to your former team. We've seen that happen in the NFC North before. It's happened quite a bit. Here's my question for you here. When it comes to the Bears, they really don't have a clear, true, proven number one, but they have a lot of guys. They have Khalil Herbert. They have Deontay Foreman. They have Roshan Johnson. Do you see them adding Dalvin Cook or do you see Dalvin Cook wanting to go play for the Bears because he could stick it potentially to the Vikings twice in 2023? I think Dalvin could want that to happen, but I don't see Ryan Poles doing that move at all. I mean, basically through the moves of this offseason, they have said, okay, we can get a lot of production out of our backfield and we don't have to pay a pretty penny for it. Now, the news came out the other day, Joe, where Dalvin is like, I want a significant contract. And it's like, well... Chicago's not going to give me that, bub. So I doubt he goes to the Bears. Well, you can want a significant contract all you want at this age in the NFL. It doesn't yeah. happen. Not for running backs. And and look, maybe it's maybe it's wrong. Maybe the numbers to a certain point we've overcorrected too much. You know, at a certain point, it's not what you're seeing going on in the market. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. This is an interesting one only because there really isn't anybody but James Conner in that backfield. Keontae Ingram's the only other guy. So there's certainly... The ability, Arizona doesn't have any will necessarily to compete, but there's opportunity here. So is there any possibility for a meeting of the minds between Dalvin Cook and the Arizona Cardinals of this being a potential landing spot for him that could be more than a one-year deal potentially as you look forward? Because you're not going to compete this year necessarily, especially with Kyler Murray missing half a season potentially. So maybe next year, him, Dalvin Cook together, does that make any sense? Nope. None. Zero. <laughs> Zilch. I don't, like, I mean, look, we're not going to sit here and I'm not going to tell you that I think the Arizona Cardinals are a well-run organization. Nobody will. Um, but I can't see Dalvin wanting to go there. I mean, Joe, why would that's like signing with the Oakland A's of the NFL? Why would you want to go to Arizona where he's going to have to pay for his own lunches, pay for pay for oh, his own drinks in the man. locker room, man? Like, <laughs> I can't see Dalvin doing that. That was some serious burn there. From that video, did Anderson is that who that was talking that smack? Oh, that was a good oh, one. Oh man, so good! I just saw that video yesterday. All right, uh, another one too. Again, this is about the will of a team. Right now, Rashad White is kind of the guy in Tampa. 
Dalvin Cook, I think, would be an upgrade over Rashad White. Maybe that's a hot take. Mm-hmm. I don't think it nope. is. But I agree. it's whether or not Tampa has the will. Now, Dalvin, I'm not unfamiliar with the state of Florida. Do you think that there is a possibility of wanting to go back there a little bit? And, you know, maybe Tampa looking at this division saying, maybe we can compete after all. I, I think there there might be a will, but I don't see there being a way, Joe, uh, considering Tampa has the fifth fewest cap space right now. And I know, yes, people can do some com- very, very interesting backflips with the money and the cap and the guarantees and all that kind of stuff. They only got like $1.3 million available, and I don't think this team is going anywhere. I mean, if anybody's seen the highlight videos of Baker and Kyle Trask, I mean, None of us are getting all the, you know, spider sense tingles of, ooh, this could be a good team. It looks like a travesty going to happen in uh, Florida this year, but uh, I don't see this going to happen, man. All right. What about the LA teams? You got the Chargers, you got the Rams. The Rams have Cam Akers, who I know you like very much. Uh, they did yes, draft some depth in the, the draft this past season. And then you've got the Chargers, who Austin Eckler wasn't quite happy with his situation. They've been looking for you know, kind of another guy to go along with him basically for the last couple of years. Do either of the LA teams make sense for Dalvin? The Rams do not. I can't see them ponying up money for Dalvin Cook. To me, if you're going to do anything and invest in that backfield, it makes more sense to re-sign Cam Akers, who is uh, off the top of my head 23 this year, to, um, you know, not say a long-term deal, but like a three or four-year deal. That would make more sense. So I don't see the Rams happening. The Chargers do make some sense. They got a little bit of cap space. They're 18th in cap space. So that maybe is a dark horse place, although I would definitely put the New York Jets, Miami over them um, conservatively. Um, so that makes a little bit of sense. But outside of that, man, it's it's kind of hard to envision, although I think there are some other teams we could build some interesting narratives for, though. Well, if we're not going to give him away to the NFC East, what about, excuse me, the AFC East, which we talked about with the Jets and the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. what about potentially giving him away somewhere, I don't know, maybe the AFC North, the Cincinnati get involved potentially with the Joe Mixon question marks? Does Baltimore, who seems to have a renewed passion to go all in, I know J.K. Dobbins look good at the end of the season, I know you're high on him too, but... Uh, this is a short-term contract here. So if you're pushing all the chips in to make a run at the playoffs, Cincinnati, Baltimore, either of those two make sense either? I, I don't know if Baltimore makes a ton of sense. Like, I, I get the narrative also, but I think Baltimore is more than happy to have Gus Edwards spell J.K. Dobbins. And there's also been a little bit of talk, uh, or at least rumors of them possibly re-signing J.K. Dobbins. So I, I think Baltimore is less likely. Man, Cincinnati... You got the Bengals with the 12th most cap space. What if they cut Joe Mixon and said, look, we feel like we can get just as good a production out of Dalvin Cook, maybe better? Because Joe Mixon was terrible last year. That's also a very thin running back room, too. You know, with Samaj Pirine gone to Denver now. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Do they want to depend on Chase Brown as their primary backup? (sighs) I don't know if you do. And I I don't know necessarily if you want to cut Joe Mixon either. Uh, I think it all depends on what... Dalvin Cook's priorities are if it's winning, if it's money, if it's length of deal, I guess we're all just gonna have to wait and find out. But I think I'm with you, which is the Jets, the Dolphins, the AFC East, somewhere around there is the most likely spot. And if you want to put some money on it, you can always do that in our betting pros app. Make sure you download it. It's free. Go check out bettingpros.com as well. And of course, stay with us for all of our live reactions because we will have reactions when that signing is here. And fantasypros.com will have write-ups on the landing spot of Dalvin Cook, the analysis, and the adjusted ranks as soon as he does. 
Find a home for 2023, and thanks for making Fantasy Pros your home every single day for the best fantasy football content on the planet. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For D-Bro, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.